Hello, my name is Christine Dison, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Modern Artist Project. Today, I'm with Jeff Burnett, who is a musician, producer, digital marketer, and vintage synthesizer enthusiast who happens to be CEO of Cadence. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Christine. So can you tell us a little bit more about your background? Sure. So I've been playing guitar since I was 13, so 27 years now. Been I got started because older brother and uncle both played guitar, and I just wanted to join in the fun. And I haven't put it down since then. Been in a number of bands. I started playing I suppose you'd say gigs, like getting paid at around age 20 and, you know, haven't stopped since then. Let's see, as far as I've gotten into playing bass as well, just a number of good fortune and projects I've met. I mean, Minneapolis is an amazing place to be a musician uh, just because there's so much talent per square mile in this place. It's, It's kind of crazy. Just I've had the good fortune of going on tour, both in the U.S. and a little one in South America. I've had the honor to play on the U.S. Air Force Base at, in Doha in Qatar. So yeah, just a lot of fun things that I've been able to do because of music, travel, meet people. Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. It sounds like you have a lot of different activities and very enriching too with all the different travels that you've done and all of the experience that you have with being a working musician and things like that. So I know about your project Cadence and I'm really excited to hear about that too. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So Cadence is a browser-based music collaboration platform that lets musicians sync and customize music charts, lyrics, sheet music, but also a lot of performance elements like audio, MIDI, visuals. You can do it across devices and in real time. So for instance, let's say one person wants to see just the lyrics and another person wants to see chords, lyrics, and then maybe an audio file. Each person can see exactly what he or she wants to see on their own device. It doesn't matter the operating system or the, you know, it could be PC, it could be Mac. But I guess backing up a little bit about why that the cadence came about was a couple of years back, I became the guitarist for a tribute to women in pop, rock, and country called Starlet's Web. So it's a, it's a really fun tribute project, you know, playing cover songs. I kind of became the de facto musical director just by whatever forces, you know, make those kind of things happen. We're, there were six new musicians, so like six new in the sense that we had never played with each other. We had about three hours worth of music to learn in about six weeks and don't know, going up six different learning curves with six learning styles. And we also wanted to use backing tracks to really fill out the sound. You know, a lot of pop music has more elements than a, you know, four piece band can really recreate live. So all those things kind of forced this idea on me. Just we had made for some very tense rehearsals of, you know, like, guys, we got like, two weeks left and we got, you know, half the set that we haven't even touched yet kind of stuff. 
I just had like that that lightning bolt moment of like, all right, well, what if there were some sort of you know scrolling animated display letting people know, all right, where are we in the song? You know, basic things, chords, lyrics. And I know some things out there existed. There was nothing out there that existed in the kind of way that I wanted to, where people could sync and customize it, you know. And so I started, I think that very night, I started doing a lot of web searches of like products. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of close, but no, not really. And then I was like, is this my idea? And it, you know, it was. So fast forward about, I don't know, three and a half years later, We've got a a patent on that idea of, you know, synchronized, customizable music displays. That's not the technical name for it, but that's basically what is patenting. And then we have another one on the way for some very highly precise timing kind of in this process. We made some discoveries about getting really, really precise timing between devices. So that's the second one that's on the way. But yeah, it's it's been great. You know, a few bands have already started to use it around Minneapolis. One in Duluth is has already started to use it, and we're not even in our our beta yet. So it's been it's been great. The response has been great. Um, it's awesome to see musicians do you know things that they had never really been able to do before, especially when it comes to like show elements like lights and backing tracks and program changes for people who know about MIDI kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just been really inspiring. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that with us, Jeff. And, you know, I think it's amazing to hear, you know, these types of stories about how, you know, ideas come about and when we think about how people learn. And so one of the things that you had mentioned earlier was the fact that you were dealing with, you know, different learning styles, how were you able to come up with ways of being able to help those people? Well, I mean, I have an education background. I do have a, you know, I was uh, an English teacher for, you know, several years. And in that time, I was like, well, obviously, you know, one of the basic tenets of teaching is that not everyone learns the same way. And it really came down to the flexibility of cadence in terms of its ability to deliver as much or as little information and the kind of information at, you know, a given time. So I described some people will just want to see a time, you know, like a horizontal timeline where it just says markers of the song, like chorus, bridge, verse two, blah, blah, blah. You know, some people will want to see the entire score, you know, like a traditional music staff and having that And then also some people will just want to see the lyrics because that's how they, you know, associate, oh, this word equals this, you know, like I've met people who, who play and think that way. So, you know, there's, you know, different ways you can, you can put up different colors like, okay, so this kind of block means when I say block, I mean, each, all the information cadence kind of lives in these blocks that some some people might want to embed, hey, a chorus is always green or a, a loud part is always red. You know, dynamics, arrangement, really letting the performer customize as much of his or her kind of watching and learning environment as possible. 
That's amazing. And also too, I think they, they can put personal notes for themselves, like make sure to watch this person or make sure to hear for this chord or things like that. Yep. The private note feature is awesome. It's so yeah, a person can just, we call them post-its. So it's just like they pull up a little post-it and it kind of slaps on the timeline and like exactly said, like watch MD, switch, switch guitars, move, you know, if you're doing like any sort of like choreography kind of stuff, move to this spot. And it's, it's cool because you get five or six people, it'd be littered with a bunch of different post-its, but uh, each person can see their, just their own notes to themselves. So that's really great. And I think also, too, when when you think about all of those aspects of rehearsal, it seems like from your own personal experience that you really thought of everything in regards to being able to touch on those learning points of each individual element of the of the group and being able to bring it together. How did you find the rehearsals after that when you started testing it with your your own group? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. We noticed when we started using Cadence in rehearsal, we would get through stuff about halfway through. Like we were had still had half the rehearsal left because we weren't hemming and hawing about parts. And it just, it made us so much more efficient and allowed us to get into the deeper elements of the show. Like all right, well, now that we've got the form down beautifully, like let's really dig into some of these finer points. Like let's start making some interludes. Let's start thinking about choreography. Let's, you know, all these other things that we weren't necessarily able to get to within a given rehearsal because of, like I said, we were, wait, is this part six bars, eight bars? No, everything was just right in front of them. You know, there was no no debate. And that was, that was awesome. It seems like it's a lot more efficient if you're only using whatever block of time that you guys would anticipate prior to cadence and being able to shrink that down and being able to develop other aspects of your performance. It sounds like something that uh, is really a big game changer in regards to rehearsals and bands. I know for a fact There's similar, but not the same from what you mentioned earlier. In music education, I know we've had things like smart music where kids would play along with a piece of music and then, oh, is this the correct note, right? Type of thing. It seems like what you've done, Jeff, is you expanded the idea in regards to not just having it be like this one way street with with any sort of computer or any sort of program. But it's actually a way of being able to communicate across different elements of the stage. And I think that's that's really fascinating. So when you think about the idea of cadence and being able to apply it to an educational setting, let's say bands or orchestras, how how do you see that working? You know, in total transparency, I personally have given the most thought to my background of, you know, playing and gigging five, six piece bands. Fortunately, one of our part, my partner, Anton, his wife is a music teacher. She and they, you know, have started to riff about how this could be used in a classroom setting in a, in a band, you know, like a larger band. Off the top of my head, I think it could be great for 
a an instructor to give you know personal notes to each section or not per but kind of section notes to each you know like the brass the strings whatever and then also the ability for students like we were talking about give themselves private notes so i think those two things alone could definitely speed up the learning curve and improve performances all around and then uh being a a person who loves big kind of productions and stuff like I could see then, you know, because Cadence can sync still images. We just, we recently added video. So at, you know, recital time can become this more multimodal way of, hey, parents, you know, this is your kids and they're in a, you know, a bigger, cooler, now there's lights going, you know, like perfectly timed with with the the hits of the brass, you know, like all these cool things make it a cut above, you know, then maybe what you would get otherwise. No, for sure. And I, and I think what's really interesting is like, you know, for example, some concerts have themes, right? Because people like themes and, you know, like movie themes and things like that. And, you know, for example, having, you know, in the background, some images of from the film and being able to have the audience not only just listen to the sound, of, you know, the group performing, but being able to associate that with, you know, different images and being able to engage with that. And I think that's, I think that's something that's really interesting. I could definitely see this like really, you know, from an educational standpoint, coming from an educator also, uh, who's worked with like all different levels, I definitely can understand, you know, being able to tap into those learning um, paths, pathways for, for students and just in general for people too. I think I think you're really onto something here, Jeff, in regards to the education route. But I I completely understand with, you know, the things that you're doing with bands. How can you tell us a couple of things about some of the bands that you've worked with and how how they've been enga- able to engage with the program? Yeah. So a friend since high school, Ryan Lissman, he and I we're in a band many, many years ago called The Rule. That was the one we we were had the good fortune of becoming Cindy Lopper's support act on one of her tours. And so that was amazing to tour with her. He's had this project, Ryan, R-I-O-N. It's kind of a pop, reggae, funk, R&B kind of all ma- mashed together. You know, all of his influences. So he's a, uh, you know, singer, songwriter, plays, key, you know, multi-instrumentalist keys and uh, guitar. So he has used Cadence and I've been, I, I was in the band as well. So we became kind of a two-person band plus backing tracks and a DJ. So Cadence was running the backing track. So the, obviously we didn't have a drummer, bass player. So, you know, we, both Ryan and I were on keyboards excuse me, guitars. And so the keyboards were missing. So Cadence was running all that audio. And in addition to the audio, it was running a very elaborate light show. We bought some light fixtures. We were programming, you know, this part of the song, the lights do this on this note, blah, you know. And then in addition to that, he bought a, a laser and Cadence was also able to control the laser. So We had this, you know, these moving lights, lasers, you know, doing its, you know, thing again, all perfectly timed, which 
when you see all of it come together, it's like, it's amazing, you know, like playing, we had this one section where, you know, he's playing this kind of cool part on his guitar with these different notes and the laser is moving kind of up and down with each note. And like, it's, it was amazing to see. And then it was also it, meaning cadence was also changing our, our sounds on our, so we've got these kind of floor based uh, line six is what they're called. They, so we had different guitar sounds, you know, some like clean with some reverb, some with some distortion, some with, you know, different delays and cadence was doing all of the changes of those programs so that we didn't need to be manually worried about, all right, this part needs this sound. This part needs this sound. Cadence was just saying, all right, bar 17, this happens. And so as a guitarist or any other kind of musician who has to switch sounds, it's an amazing feeling to be, you know, 10, 20 feet away from your, your, your device and have it, the sound switch for you. That's amazing. And I think also too, you know, it sounds, you you have to send me the clip with all the lasers and all the craziness to see how that turned out. Because it sounds like because of the fact that you were able to save time in regards to rehearsal and maybe have better relationships with people, you know, I mean, because a lot of time, you know, one of the things that we encounter in rehearsals, if someone is not doing their job or if there's not even just doing their job, but if there's like a misunderstanding, because a lot of the time, you know, these questions like are, is it eight measures or 10 measures or, you know, or even saying bar whatever to bar whatever, and someone else is in the wrong spot, you know, um, I find that also too, indirectly, it makes it so you guys, you know, the people in the band like each other better. Wow. <laughs> I, I had never thought of that, but that's, that's a, a beautiful observation. I, now that you mention it, it did seem like, I mean, the, the tensions definitely alleviate it because it's like, yeah, there's, there can be mounting frustration, you know, if like, why don't they get it? And like, yeah, exactly. No, that makes perfect sense. I will, I will add that to our, like your band members better. (laughs) It's really amazing because when you think about it, it's, it's not just resolving, you know, these things with rehearsal, but it's also like the relationships that you have with people because you can communicate with them and say, well, you know, if you do have to communicate with them, because it sounds like, you know, with Cadence, it's kind of like a a program that kind of runs itself. Like it's like, um, you just have to do what the, you know, device says, and you know, you guys should be in the same spot. But it seems like also too, it allows, you know, for more room to focus on the music versus like focusing on, oh, he got mad at me, or she got mad at me, because I told her about this. But also, but also allowing that type of trust, you know, uh, to build more. And I think that's really, uh, that's something, uh, you know, uh, I think even, even in universities would definitely benefit from this, you know, like popular music programs, you know, like for example, the Berkeley college of music, you know, in regards to the popular music programs that they have there in mm-hmm. different universities, I think that, that, that would be something really really powerful for them to also learn because I mean, we all have devices. I mean, it's 2023, right, Jeff? (laughs) 
So it's like, well, you know, if you don't have one, you know, how would, what would, what suggestion would you have for someone who may not have like uh, an iPad or thing, you know, like that to be able to use Cadence? Well, I mean, like I was saying, it's, it's, it can be used on an old Windows PC, like, you know, like a, a desktop. It's, that's the beauty of the fact that it's browse, that Cadence is browser based. It, it it allows, you know, an Android user, an iPad user, your, you know, old PC, it doesn't really matter as long as it's running a modern enough browser. It can be used on Safari, Chrome, Firefox. I mean, to those people who don't have a device, I would say, you know, go out and do what you can to to get one just because it, it makes life easier. But I mean, as far as using the program itself it's literally just tab in a browser running and yeah no this is this is really great so when you think about all the different things that you've done in regards to this crazy journey i'd like to learn more about you know your background how you were able to get to this point and this journey to where where you are today in regards to the things that cadence has already accomplished you guys are going to nam also right Yep, we're, we'll be there in April, so we're looking forward to that. We were there in June last year, and so that we were also part of the MIDI Association. I'm not sure if your if your viewers know MIDI, Musical Instrument Digital Interface, Music Language Protocol for devices that was made in like 1983 as a way for you know these different device manufacturers to have each device like a Roland talk to a Yamaha so they came up with this language they're having their 40 year anniversary this year so we're going as part of the MIDI association so we're excited to be part of that that community they've been very helpful to us very supportive so um as far as other things that i mean i've had pretty much nothing but good fortune in terms of again i think even just living in in the minneapolis area was a blessing in itself i've heard people say you can't throw a rock in minneapolis without hitting a good musician it's just they're they're just everywhere so that i mean that was my first bit of good fortune the people that i've met ryan the one that i was telling you about you know has he was working with a a mentor in his high school years, uh, Wayne McFarlane, very big, you know, Minneapolis musician, used to head a band called Ipso Facto, kind of a big reggae rock thing. Wayne kind of took, you know, Ryan under his wing, and I kind of was along for the ride in terms of like meeting all these amazing musicians, you know, we meeting, you know, Michael Bland from Prince and the New Power Generation, you know, just all these connections Really, when I think about it and go back, I can draw, you know, the connect the dots of like, well, I met this person and they introduced me to this person and that made me do this. And it's like all of it has, you know, kind of culminated with with cadence in terms of it's like, you know, I wouldn't have met Stephanie, who is the, the leader of Starlet's Web, had I not known Michael. So it's all those kind of those meetings that have led to cadence yeah it in terms of like just kind of early inspiration you know like i was saying my brother and uncle both playing guitar my brother showing me 
I'd ask him, oh, how do I play this on, on, you know, how do I play this Nirvana song? And like, how do I play, you know, heart shaped box? And he's like, all right. Like, like, and he's like, I kept asking him, but I never would say, quote unquote, I'm a guitar player. And he's like, well, Jeff, why don't you just play guitar? And that I remember that day, I was just like, I suppose I could like it, it, before that, it was just kind of like a, a spectator thing that I would dabble in. And then he's like, well, why don't you just play guitar? Kind of shifted the perspective. So that was that was a, a big moment when I was 13. Yeah, I don't know. Just I had the good fortune of having a, an excellent guitar teacher, Mark Arneson, Minneapolis uh, multi-instrumentalist producer. Yeah, just I don't know. I I feel spoiled looking back at like all these opportunities and good, talented people that I was surrounded by. No, that's amazing. And I think, you know, what I, what I hear is, is the fact that you also recognize those things and being able to feel fortunate. And I feel like, you know, when we think about music, when we think about careers in music, and that's something at TMAP at the Modern Artist Project, you know, being able to help young professionals, young people, because no one really taught me how to write a biography or what it meant to write a CV as a musician or even as an artist. And I think the thing is, what's really great about your journey was the fact that, you know, it's so enriching with so many different experiences. I mean, Prince, you know, Starlet's Web. I mean, all of these like beautiful musical moments and being able to make that better, make these musical moments better and finding ways to achieve that. And I think that's such a valuable contribution, especially to our society. And especially now with it being 2023, making rehearsals relevant to students today, you know, when we think about Gen Z, when we think about uh, what does it mean to rehearse, you know, that's even, I feel like that's a paper within itself or a discussion, a separate discussion, because a lot of time people don't realize, you know, all of these elements that we've been talking about, how does this person learn? How do I communicate to this person? What is a good way to communicate without making them feel as you know, sometimes as artists, we're very emotional. Uh, sometimes we can be kind of sensitive or very sensitive because we feel so much about music that being able to minimize those things. And I see with Cadence, the fact that with all of these digital things coming out, that this is something that actually can empower future generations in, in a very positive way, Jeff. Thank so, so thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> In regards to that. So when you think about your different experiences as a musician, as a producer, as sort of cadence, and how would you describe or how what type of advice would you give to someone? Yeah, I mean, I would say it ultimately comes down to ultimately a very big element of kind of what TMAP is trying to teach people to do is, is market themselves and kind of unabashedly and just own the fact that, hey, we're in this world. There's a lot of quote unquote noise. You need to stand out above it. So really just embracing that that initial fact, I think is very important. It's just like the days of some patron taking care of me or some some agent doing all of my all of my legwork. It's like those days are are sadly 
over for the vast majority of people. Most people need to be everything to themselves. You need to be your own manager, agent, PR person, publicist, stylist, everything you need you need to do yourself. So I suppose just the recognition of that kind of truth is probably step one. And then step two, I would say, is just enjoy the fact that that's, yeah, it creates some challenges, but it also creates a lot of opportunity to own your entire brand and experience in a way that perhaps, you know, someone with an agent in the 70s or 80s would have been like, well, that's not really what I am, but that's what the agent says, or that's what my manager says I am. And it's like this new time of, well, it's not even new anymore. It's been this way for a while. This time of the artist being everything to themselves is, it's empowering at the same time. So in terms of just more kind of nitty gritty practical advice, I'd say get a good bio together, get a good website, you know, don't skimp on stuff looking professional and good because the moment someone gets a whiff of like, well, their website doesn't look very good. So are they going to, you know, like if they don't care about this, are they going to care about their perform? You know, all that stuff, it, it makes an impression on people. So yeah, make sure your website looks good. Your social media is together and on brand. Post stuff that's authentic and lets people know who you are as an artist. It's still even in the, the digital age, I'd say there's still no substitute for just going out and meeting people. Those the opportunities that come up from like in-person meetings are oftentimes the best. So the choice between like, well, I could practice for a couple hours or I could go to this two hour kind of meet and greet, you know, God bless practicing and everything. But if you really want, you know, more opportunities to come your way, it's like you need to embrace those those things. You know, you can practice after it's easier to arrange practice time than it is to have 40 other people's well you know jeff has to practice so we need to move our you know like our just take advantage of those those opportunities no and i and i think what's really great is the fact that you bring up this idea of what it was like back then you know what how society has changed too and i feel like in a sense with all of the digital marketing all of the things that are available digitally i mean it's not it's not difficult to see, okay, if I don't know how to do this, I could easily look it up type of thing. And also too, this idea of genuine, you know, what it means to be genuine between you and me. I mean, if someone is presenting themselves in one way and we smell it, we're like, that person is not authentic. It's like, okay, you turn off the, you, you turn off, you turn off from it, you know? Uh, and I think that's the thing with our society today is that we we want to thrive on the genuine nature, the authenticity. We want the real person. We don't want this like manufactured idea of what society wants. We want the person who is creating the music. So, no, this is really cool. So you guys are going to be at NAM. Are there any other exciting things that I've I've missed? I mean, we're, we're set to release the beta, you know, sometime around, you know, spring. So that's coming together kind of to coincide with going to, to Nam. So yeah, other than that, more bands, you know, are, are starting to use it. And when, you know, we've got a, a growing 
list of beta users. So when we kind of flip the switch, I'm sure we'll have a, a huge amount of news and cool stuff that people are creating with, with Cadence. And we're just excited to see how people use it. It's, it's really cool to, again, let people realize a, a creative vision that maybe they hadn't been able to do because of shortage of time. I mean, a lot of it comes down a lot of it to time. You know, when I go back about those rehearsals, when you're everyone's, if everyone's confused a little bit, that adds up. And it's like, well, before you know it, 45 minutes, an hour has gone by that could have gone to cooler stuff. Could you, could you provide us the uh, website address of just verbally uh, cadence.io, C-A-E-D-E-N-C-E dot I-O. There is a, a link to sign up for the beta list. So uh, just fill that out. I'll, I'll add your name to the list. I'll probably reach out and say thank you. And so, yeah, uh, we're, we're wanting people to, uh, I always affectionately say, we want people to try and break this thing. We want people to like really test its limits. Yeah. Especially now with all like the video having recently been added, like I'm excited to see what people do just because people are so incredibly visual nowadays. It's like to get especially younger people to sit still with just, an, you know, like an auditory experience. It's like, it's kind of a, a, a big ask. Now adding this visual element, it's like it could be a gateway for people to like, oh, this is great music too, <laughs> you know? like So to, yeah, no, this is really great. So Jeff, thank you for joining us today and for sharing your experience and thoughts. And also it was really awesome to hear more about Cadence. We look forward to seeing the amazing things that you continue to do for our community. Thank you so much, Christine, for having me. And yeah, looking forward to showing you guys hopefully more in not too distant future. Thank you for supporting the show by listening and sharing with your friends. If you liked this podcast, please rate and write a review of how the show has helped you. This will help us be able to increase our visibility nationally and in being able to make an impact on the profession. If you would like to hear more about any specific topics, please email us at info at themodernartistproject.com. I would love to help support your community in all artistic disciplines. Thank you. Thank you.